You know, I always like to take this opportunity to talk about myself. The man of the hour. And let me tell you something, Daddy. When you're the man, you make history every time you step foot in this ring. And that's the bottom line. Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 92 of the Top Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot to hop into. Survivor Series, War Games, AEW, NXT, Impact Wrestling. A lot to hop into, so I'm not going to waste any time. No best thing for any thing this week. No number one spot this week. We're going to hop right into a few subjects before we get into the main things that we're going to get into. If you're in for Survivor Series War Games Breakdown, it's going to come at the end of the show. I'll leave a timestamp so you can go right to it. So, first up, ladies and gentlemen, not even a wrestling topic, but I'm sitting sitting down watching Monday Night Raw, and it's not interesting. The most interesting thing about Monday Night or the last Monday night, excuse me, was Tony Khan versus Randy Orton, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I'm going to hop into that. They got into it. CM Punk made a tweet uh, hyping up his WWE backstage appearance, which he said no one was safe. Tony Khan took a shot at WWE saying that sounds more like a plane full of WWE wrestlers in Saudi Arabia. That brought out Randy Orton. He took a shot at Tony Khan's father, or in which he brought up an article which uh, Tony Khan's father was being investigated. That brought back Tony Khan. Uh, he went at Randy Orton for saying that uh, he thought that he only tagged him in posts where he was grasping for leverage. Uh, brought up his actions on Twitch a few weeks ago or a few months ago. And it just really got into a big back and forth, which was really entertaining because I needed that on my Monday nights. Because Raw... Look, I'm not here to say that it was a bad episode of Monday Night Raw, but it was so uninteresting for me, being that it was the build to Survivor Series. This was a good back and forth in my estimation. Tony Khan had him in a standing eight count. He bodied him, if, if I'm just being truthful. Now, there were people out there saying, look, man, Tony Khan is the president of AEW. He should act as such. And I get where you're coming from. I'm... To, to a certain extent, I agree with you in that aspect. But for what my entertainment needed, for my aspect, for my entertainment that Monday night, oh, I needed that. And I loved every single bit of it. If I'm saying who got the win, yes, I'm going with Tony Khan on who got the win there. So moving on to a wrestling topic, ladies and gentlemen. Impact Wrestling, I have been enjoying Impact Wrestling. Uh, they're back on, or they're on Tuesday nights now on Access TV, 8, 7 Central, if you ever want to check it out. But I'm going to shoot right to their main event, which was a fantastic main event. Uh, a gauntlet match it was uh, to determine the number one contender for the Impact World Championship, although we already know who won the match. Beforehand, it was a tremendous matchup. It got started with Moose and Daga. And I got to say that that mini matchup didn't really interest me a whole lot. Not that they did a bad job there. It was just kind of slow moving for me. Didn't really interest me a whole lot. The match really picked up when Rich Swan got in the ring with Moose. That was a really good mini matchup. Had a lot of near falls. 
and Rich Swan picked up a surprise victory, and I think he got a cradle roll up if I'm not mistaken. Picked up a surprise victory, and the crowd popped for it. Rich Swan really got the if I'm comparing it to WWE, if you go back, Seth Rollins was once in the gauntlet match, and he went a long time, he went far longer than Rich Swan went, but he got over in the gauntlet match. Uh, much like Kofi Kingston got over in the gauntlet match that he had, Rich Swan got over a lot in this matchup with the fans, and I thought that he did an excellent job in this matchup. He won the matchup with Moose, and then came what was the best mini matchup of the night, Rich Swan versus Michael Elgin, and this was a hard-hitting matchup, man. Sometimes I feel like Michael Elgin can be a bit too stiff uh, with opponents. I, I mean, I have nothing against that. But, man, he was leveling Rich Swan, bruh. And it was a phenomenal matchup. A phenomenal mini matchup that had various near falls. But if I'm not mistaken, I think they even took a commercial break in between this mini matchup. But our Rich Swan would get the victory by DQ as... The referee is trying to get between Rich Swan and Michael Elgin. Michael Elgin shoves him aside. He gets disqualified. I like that result. It keeps Michael Elgin uh, safe there. And Rich Swan picks up the victory there. Rich Swan got busted open. And, uh, and it didn't seem like one of those, okay, this was a plan in the match. Uh, it seems like he just got busted open the hard way. And I felt for the guy. Uh, even if, if, if they did pull it off, with a plan they sure fooled me because it looked like he was really busted open so that was a phenomenal mini matchup uh, after that it was rich one and brian cage and i gotta say that i enjoyed that one as well uh this could only go one way after rich one took that beating from michael elgin uh, brian cage had to pick up the victory here so I'm with Brian Cage winning there. It was a fantastic mini matchup. Then came Tessa Blanchard out as the final competitor. And look, Brian Cage and Tessa Blanchard, if you don't know, they've had, had tremendous matchups before on the independent scene. So I was expecting that in this mini matchup. And that's pretty much what we got. But they really put over the story. Like, I, I understand I don't necessarily agree with it. There are people out there that's against intergender wrestling. They say that, you know what, it's not believable. I understand that it's not believable only in some cases. In this case, they put over the fact that, look, Tessa Blanchard cannot overpower Brian Cage. So she had to use her speed to get around him. And they did some things throughout the match to give Tessa Blanchard the advantage. You can't always go with that type of matchup, but there are ways you can get around it. Tessa Blanchard would obviously go on to pick up the victory here. Uh, Brian Cage kind of kicked out at the at the uh, second that he got pinned. So he protected him in that sense. This was an, an incredible match, man. Uh, the Rich Swan was the star of the night in my estimation. Uh, because he, like I said, he got the Seth Rollins push, got the Kofi Kingston push. I hope they do something with him, with that momentum. So, Tessa Blanchard picks up the victory here. The match went nearly an hour with, co with commercial breaks added in. I enjoyed every bit of it. And obviously, as I mentioned last week, I'm very much looking forward to Tessa Blanchard versus 
our not Brian Cage, excuse me, I was about to say Brian Cage, but Sammy Callahan, excuse me, where is my mind at today? So moving on to a negative aspect, and there's going to be nothing but positive here from here on out, but Jim Cornette, ladies and gentlemen, like, yeah, man, this was very bad. We had Jim Cornette, and obviously Jim Cornette did a Jim Cornette thing that he's been doing for years now that he should have been sunk for but he was on nwa power and trevor murdoch was in the match i had my nwa power topics ready to go for this week and jim Cornette said what he did it turned into a big controversy which it should have been and so i'm going with jim Cornette on nwa here he said that trevor murdoch looks uh something to the effect of trevor murdoch uh, looking like a person that could get a bucket of chicken through Ethiopia on a scooter some type of comment in that aspect and like man that is a totally offensive comment and it upset me man and it even had me on the aspect of thinking man should I step away from NWA should I stop watching it because that comment is just too far for me as a black man and there were my fellow Twitter compadres, my fellow Twitter podcast compadres saying, look, I'm done with NWA. And I was right on the edge with them. But they put out a statement shortly thereafter. I think it was the very next day that Jim Cornette was out or either that he was stepping down or he was fired. One of the two. Either way, Jim Cornette is out at NWA. And look, it had to happen. Like, there was no in-between. That had to happen, ladies and gentlemen. And the thing that ticks me off is the people that are defending these comments. Like, people are actually saying, no, it's not racist. Like, it's an offensive comment to people in Ethiopia. And I'm like, bruh. So, y'all trying to defend this, like, even in this twisted sense, even if it wasn't racist, which it was. Like, y'all saying that, okay, just because it's an offensive comment, that's cool? Or, like, he should be fired for that? That is insane, man. It was an insanely racist and offensive comment. So, Jim Cornette deserves to be canned. I will be watching NWA Power from here on out. There are a lot of things that I love about it. Jim Cornette is gone. They had to do it. So, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get to NXT and AEW. And then we're going to get into Survivor Series and War Games. Might do War Games first. So, going to start with NXT. Becky Lynch, the man, came out. The crowd absolutely popped when she came through that door to open the show. And she cut was, was a phenomenal promo. Was interrupted by Rhea Ripley. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. And surely enough, we did do it. So I was very surprised that we got a real Ripley versus Becky Lynch matchup. And it was a banger, man. A phenomenal matchup. It was ruined. Well, it wasn't ruined. I got to say that it was a case to where both ladies got protected. So I'm going to give them a, a positive feedback here. The horsewomen came down with Shayna Baszler. They had a run in. And Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley stood tall over them. And I got to say that, you know what, Becky Lynch, I stayed protected. Rhea Ripley stayed protected. The match was phenomenal. And it was a good run in. So moving on, ladies and gentlemen, Kona Reeves was coming out. And this one, I thought the momentum was going down. Nothing against the dude. 
But I was like, ah, the momentum is kind of going down. And Ricochet comes in out of nowhere, attacks the guy. And that put out Matt Riddle. And we had a Ricochet versus Matt Riddle matchup. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, the, the, the script for, for NXT was just like, let's just blow it up. Let's just have everybody run out. So, we had an excellent matchup with Ricochet, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle picked up the victory. We had some run-ins from Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro, excuse me. So, they got into it uh, with uh, Riddle. And, like, they came in. They got to Ricochet and Riddle. And also, out of nowhere, Roderick Strong just kind of appeared out of nowhere. He got the beat down on. We had Ricochet diving off the top rope over the barricade. That was a sick spot. If I was doing number one spot, that would have been the spot of the week. And we also had Finn Balor come out as well. He got into it with Matt Riddle to hype up their match. That maybe was the best brawl of the night, ladies and gentlemen. It was so well done. And by the end of it, I was like, oh, my God, I need a break. And I did not get a break because next up was the Undisputed Era versus the Revival. That was a phenomenal matchup, man. Uh, multiple commercial breaks. I don't know the time on the match, but somewhere in between, somewhere close to 20 minutes. It had to go somewhere close to 20 minutes. It was a phenomenal match. One of the better matches of the year on NXT Weekly TV program, and I feel confident in saying that. Uh, it was a phenomenal matchup. Undisputed Era picks up the win here, and man, just a great matchup all the way around. And the best matchup of the week. After that, we had a brawl with the Forgotten Sons and the Viking Raiders, which led to a tremendous match with them as well. We had so many great matches going down the list for NXT and AEW on Wednesday night. What happened to everything but a phenomenal match between those guys? After that, we had Kaylee Ray versus Dakota Kai. Look, this led to a crazy brawl. And it can be argued that this was the brawl of the night. Raw women came down. SmackDown women came down. NXT women came down. We had a pair to brawl. And the moment of that brawl for me was... I think it was Io Shirai and Kyrie saying it definitely was those two. They turn around, they look at each other, and like they just want to have the biggest reunion hug ever. And it was just tremendous. It was broken up, but it was a tremendous moment. Tremendous build up for the ladies Survivor Series matchup. And I am very excited about it. Next up, we had the main event, Adam Cole versus Dominic Dijakovic. And I got to say that this one did not live up to my expectations because they had it slated for so late in the show. And they didn't really, the match got going, but it never really picked up like I thought it would. Adam Cole picked up the win here. We had a phenomenal post-match brawl. Adam Cole now picks up the win. They get the advantage in war games. And I really wanted the post-match to be about War Games, but it was about Survivor Series. So I didn't like it, like it from that aspect, although it was a tremendous, tremendous brawl to close the show, which had Ciampa come out, uh, which had Seth Rollins come out. The NXT crowd was all over poor Seth Rollins. He brawled with Ciampa to close out the show as we faded to black. Faded to Black, excuse me. Great, great show by NXT. I enjoyed every single bit of it. Moving on to AEW. 
Uh, to start off, we had Nick Jackson versus Phoenix. Phoenix will get the victory in what was an incredible matchup, man. I didn't know what to watch I, as I was watching both at the same time. Nick Jackson versus Phoenix or Becky Lynch promo. And look, man, this matchup was incredible. Uh, with Matt Jackson being out, uh, we get a chance to see the singles guys go at it with the tag teams. It was a greatly booked match and a greatly thought out match. Multiple near falls, and I enjoyed every bit of it. Next up, we're going to move on to the Battle Royal. Ah. Uh, it was really good. Billy Gunn was out, got the home, not the hometown pop, but the nostalgia pop. The crowd was all over that guy. MJF was great in this matchup, ruining every moment that Billy Gunn had. And he faced off with Adam Page. It would be MJF and Adam Page, which would be the final two guys, which will face off next week for the Diamond Ring. And I'm excited for that matchup. Like, I thought this was a prime opportunity to introduce a mid-card title, to which we could they could have faced off for that next week. That's just my opinion. But we'll see how it all goes down for next week. Those two guys were the final two left over for the Battle Royal. I was so caught up in the Battle Royal that I forgot that it was uh, going to be down to two people. Uh, at that standpoint, I was like, okay, when uh, Jungle Boy was in, I was like, okay, come on, Jungle Boy. The MJF threw him out. And I was like, well, it's down to MJF Page. And then I quickly realized, oh, that is it for those guys. It is over. So next up, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have the Jericho promo. And that brought down Scorpio Sky. It brought down SCU. Uh, Jericho announced that he would get his thank you next week in Chicago. But that brought down Scorpio Sky. We had a great back and forth with Chris Jericho. Uh, and Scorpio Sky, the match for next week was set up Scorpio Sky versus Chris Jericho for the AEW World title. I think this is going to give an incredible opportunity uh, to Scorpio Sky. He came off looking like a star by the end of that promo. And I got to say that I am very excited. Uh, look, man, we had a brawl uh, after Chris Jericho and Scorpio Sky got into it. Nakazawa got beat down. The Jurassic Express came down. They took a beat down. But when Luchasaurus got in that ring, everybody cleared house. We had the stare down with Luchasaurus and Jake Hager. And I would love to see that matchup. Hopefully they do that at the next big show or the next big pay-per-view. Let it, let it build up. I would like to see that. So moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we have the Private Party versus Proud and Powerful. This was a tremendous matchup. Uh, well done on both sides. I got to say that I enjoyed the fact that the private party got a win here. Uh, they needed the dub uh, more so than Santana and Ortiz needed it. Uh, it was a phenomenal matchup. We had a Nick Jackson run in. We had a Dustin Rhodes run in as well, which was phenomenal as well. Uh, so it was great to see him. Hopefully he gets involved next week. We'll see. Uh, but Private Party picks up the victory here. In the main event, we had John Moxley versus Darby Allin. Uh, the entrance for Darby Allin was incredible. The video was incredible. And the way that the match started off was incredible. He caught the, excuse me, John Moxley off guard with a suicide uh, dive to the outside. And it picked up from there. It was a very... A fast matchup and it never slowed down. John Moxley picks up the victory with the Avalanche uh, paradigm shift, which looked sick. I thought uh, Darby's neck got caught up in that 
thankfully it didn't. So John Moxley picks up the victory as we would fade to black. Their excellent episode of AEW, uh, Dynamite, and an excellent episode of NXT as well. It was just a phenomenal Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen. So moving on, ladies and gentlemen, to NXT War Games. I gotta say that I am very excited, but only four matches slated. And... Not a lot to go off on, but we're going to get going. Started off with the number one contenders match that was just added randomly uh, either Wednesday or Tuesday. It will be Pete Dunn versus Killian Dane versus Damian Priest. The winner will face Adam Cole at Survivor Series. And I got to say that I don't, I really do not like the way that this match was thrown together. I do not like it one bit, but it will be a tremendous matchup. I am hoping for Pete Dunne to pick up the victory here. That would make the most sense to face off with Adam Cole at Survivor Series. And in fact, I am going to go with Pete Dunne to pick up the win. We will get a classic at Survivor Series. I don't like the fact that Adam Cole won't be involved in the men's Survivor Series matchup as he, as he has been involved heavily in the bill versus Daniel Bryan versus Seth Rollins. So he won't be in the matchup. So that's what I don't like there. But we will get a phenomenal matchup. Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole at Survivor Series. Moving on, Matt Riddle versus Finn Balor. This one will be a phenomenal matchup. It's in place of Gargano versus Balor. I hate that, but it is what it is. Uh, this will be a great matchup. Uh, if it wasn't for the War Games matchups, this would be the match of the night. So I expect Finn Balor to get the victory here in this first official matchup coming back into NXT. You can't have him get the loss here. So Finn Balor will pick up the win in an excellent matchup. Next up, we have the War Games matchup. The ladies, uh, Ripley, Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, LaRae versus Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai, Bayaka Bella, Kaylee Ray. I expect a phenomenal matchup here, ladies and gentlemen. And... Look at the end of the day as it pertains to the winner. I ain't picking against Shayna Baszler no more. And these in these in these takeovers, even if it's just a team matchup, I'm still picking Shayna Baszler's team to get the victory here. I've really liked how the build has gone, even though I don't like Bianca Belair siding with Shayna Baszler here. I don't understand that whatsoever. But it is what it is. I think Shayna Baszler's team gets the victory here. What will be an excellent matchup. I cannot wait for it. And speaking of cannot wait for the War Games matchup, the Undisputed Era versus Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, D Dominic DiGiacovic. And I really do not like that. We do not know who Ciampa's partner is heading into War Games. Like, okay. If that was going to be the case, uh, build, at the least build it up. Like, we got to have the commentators build it up somehow that, no, Tommaso Ciampa doesn't have his uh, last partner for his matchup. Bring it up in the build. Make it a big deal so that when we get it at War Games, it is a big deal. Like, they didn't even build it up, so I don't like it from that aspect. I know whoever they choose is going to be a great choice, but I don't like it the way that they've built it up. But it's going to be a phenomenal matchup. As for who gets the win here, you cannot have the... Un well, you... I wouldn't mind it if the Undisputed Era lost, but they are holding all of the championships. Those guys, those guys have to win here. Can't have all of your champions taking an L uh, in one matchup. So I'm going to go with the Undisputed Era to pick up the victory here. And what should be an awesome takeover that I'm very much looking forward to. So moving on into Survivor Series, ladies and gentlemen. 
uh, Survivor Series build. I'm interested, but I'm not greatly excited for it. We'll see how it turns out, but we're going to hop right on into it. Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio. This is a matchup that I don't really have a whole lot of interest in. Like, we're going to go from Kofi Kingston uh, having five seconds with Brock Lesnar. Now, Rey Mysterio is going to be able to put on a serious matchup with him. I don't like that, but the matchup itself, the build itself, I haven't really been interested in. With, with Rey Mysterio being a smaller guy, this should make for a good matchup because Brock works well with the smaller guys. Obviously, Brock Lesnar will pick up the victory here. Like, that's not even a question on it. He is going to win. No way Rey Mysterio wins this matchup. It should still be an excellent matchup. Moving on to the Universal Championship match, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. This has been an interesting build to say the least. Uh, we hadn't had uh, a lot of weeks to build it, only a couple of weeks to really get into it. But the match itself, I really hope they go away with the stupid red lighting. Like it really drives my nerves because you can't really see the match. So if you just let these guys go at it, they will put on a good match. And I don't even know how you have a singles matchup with Bray Wyatt anymore, a believable singles matchup, because they had him kick out of everything under the summons of Rollins, and I just don't see how they have a believable singles matchup, even though I have the utmost faith in both of those guys. Bray Wyatt will pick up the victory here. Obviously, we'll see what his next few will be going for it. Moving on, we have the Raw Women's Championship. Excuse me, not on the line, but the Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch versus Bailey uh, versus Shayna Baszler. This has been one of the better builds of the entire Survivor Series, in my estimation. Bailey has been the girl that has been left out, it feels like, in this build. And actually, that is who I'm going to go with for the shock win here. Everybody has Becky Lynch winning the match or Shayna Baszler winning the match. We're talking about Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Bailey will get the victory here. So moving on into what is the most exciting matchup of the night for my personal taste. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roderick Strong. Uh, this is this could be a match of the year candidate if they give him time and if there's no shenanigans in the match these guys all three of them are work horses they can go and i expect a phenomenal match no pun intended and as for who gets the win here i am gonna go with aj styles to get the win here i want to pick roger strong but i'm gonna go with the phenomenal one to get the win here moving on uh, the triple threat tag team matchup the viking raiders versus the new day versus the undisputed era this is going to be another phenomenal matchup a lot of people wanted the revival in this matchup we're getting the new day it's still going to be phenomenal uh, at the end of the day this is nxt's best chance to get a victory here and i think they will get a victory here the undisputed era will pick up the win here and look this is going to be a phenomenal matchup just like all of the other matches we have slated here I don't really see anything as being a bad matchup when I look at the card here. Uh, the build, I haven't really enjoyed all that much, but the Undisputed Era will pick up the victory. Moving on to the Survivor Series Elimination Triple Threat Match. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown versus Team NXT. We do not have a team listed for Team NXT, and that drives my nerves. We are a couple of days away are from the survivor series and like we do not have a team announced for the women and the men our uh, singles matches are uh, for the elimination matchups we have and i do not like it 
because I cannot even make a prediction all the way because I don't know who's going to be in the matchup. Uh, when I look at it, I would have picked Team NXT. I think this is the second best chance for Team NXT to get a victory. I figure that they are going to give them a victory here and Team NXT is going to take a lot of losses elsewhere. But since there's no team for NXT, I'm not going to pick them. I'm going to go with Team Raw to pick up. Well, you know what? I'm going to stick with Team NXT even though I don't know the teams here. The women's matchups. Uh, team Raw versus Team SmackDown versus Team NXT. I'm going to go with Team Raw for the women to pick up the victory there. Uh, Charlotte Flair, Natalya, Asuka, Kari Sane picks up the victory. And we'll see what the teams for NXT are. Like, I really hate that we don't have a team listed for them. So, moving on. The NXT Championship will be online, as mentioned earlier. Adam Cole, to which I think it's going to be Pete Dunne to pick up the victory. So, Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne, in my opinion. I think that there's no way you can have Adam Cole lose the championship at Survivor Series, not at an NXT TakeOver. So, Adam Cole will pick up the victory over Pete Dunne. I would like to see that be an elongated feud. Excuse me. I would absolutely love it. So, that is it for my podcast and for my Survivor Series uh, picks. Let me know your picks, whether that's on Twitter, at 2 Pod. You can find me there, the number 2 sweet P-O-D, or at OMG Corey B. We'll see what the teams are for some, for the men's matchup and the women's matchup for Team NXT. I would like to know. That would help me a whole lot. But we'll see how it turns out. I will be live tweeting on Twitter. You can find me there. That is it for episode 92 of the Toe Sweet Wrestling Podcast.